You're listening to Brown on Brand, featuring Matthew Brown on Thumbstopper.fm. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Matthew Brown with Brown on Brand. So I've got Adam Goldberg in the studio and uh, his better half, uh, Mary. Welcome, guys. Hi, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you for having us. Absolutely. And uh, today we're going to discuss eight-gold photo pet photography. Um, you know, just what's it been now? A year and a half? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yeah. Man, time flies by when you're having fun. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, taking a couple steps back before we get into the business, it's like, you're one of the guys we always read about, Adam, that you left this awesome corporate job to do this. Is that right? That's right. You know, I have talked about my experience to becoming a full-time pet photographer. Yeah, yeah. People ask, you do you do this full-time? Mm-hmm. And I, I say... I wondered about it at first. I was like, "He's you're doing, huh? What? Yeah, it's hard, it's hard for people to fathom, which is yeah. good, because then no one wants to try and jump into it, because they're like, I can't understand how they're doing it. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, I had corporate job, I actually worked at this company under a yes. different name yes. and you know, I've said it out loud and this may not be a surprise, but it wasn't for me. I don't yeah, think yeah. the corporate world. And I worked in nonprofit, I actually worked at an animal shelter before coming to work here. So I saw dogs every day. I even asked to bring my dog to work here and that was challenging. It got approved once I think, Yeah. but I just missed being around dogs and I started sure. volunteering at the shelter here in Tampa to get my bearings again because I was doing it every day at the animal shelter I was working at. Yeah, yeah. Missed it terribly. Okay. And the shelter asked, hey, would you do a fundraising event for us? You were doing this part-time, right? Is you were you were hands-on in the shelters and... Um, it was volunteer. It was it volunteer work Just on the weekend. At that point. And you were, you were helping, um, you know, you saw a, a unique opportunity um, that's been used in merchandising. It made eBay and Amazon what they are today. And that is the ability... Um, to help sell things, if you will, um, it, it takes photos and it takes, um, you know, an intriguing, um, you know, set of skills to be able to merchandise things. And, and I think you saw an opportunity to do that with, uh, animals. And, and to me, I'm one of those people, I have five dogs and, and three of them are rescues. And I wish I could say all five of them are rescues because I think that's the way to go with as many, uh, dogs around the planet. But you found this, um, you know, unique, um, you know, opportunity to help animals. So I, you know, I think a lot of it, just knowing what I know about you and, and at first I was challenged with what in the hell is Adam doing? And now I totally get it. What was the turning point? Um, you know, you're in this corporate job, you're doing the marketing side, you've got a real skill set in that you were very good at what you did there. Was there something happened that, um, that pulled at you to do this? Or was it something that you had been thinking about doing and you finally said, you know what, Um, I'm in, I'm all in? You know, it was trying to figure out if I could make a living. Uh, You know, if it was a little bit less than what I was making, you know, I could still afford to pay bills. I moved out of my, you know, high rise apartment in Channel Side, which is, you know, a a nice area and downsized a little bit to afford to be able to to move and uh, make a move career wise. And what happened was, is I was, waking up in the morning and hitting traffic and it gave me 30 minutes or so to realize that it's just not cutting it for me. Yeah, um, yeah. I love marketing. I love helping people, but if I could do that and make a difference in the world, that's, you know, where I, I found, you know, my happiness and we'll get into a little bit of how I met Mary. Cause I met Mary at the animal shelter too, which I think is a cool story, but okay. it was, it was never about money at all ever. It was about waking up 
not dreading Sunday nights, which I know I think Gary Vee has talked about a few times. Yeah. It's how can you wake up and love what you do? Sure. And we were on a road trip for a month um, in, what was it, May? In June? May and June. May and June. And we were hiking in the middle of the day. And Mary and I were saying to ourselves, you know, there's people in offices right now. Like, pinch yourself. Like, yeah. is this real right like now? We're outdoors yeah, yeah, yeah. loving our life, and yeah. we're just so lucky. Feels that, like vacation at that point, right? Yeah. The original turning point for me was uh, I started doing these events on the weekends where people would bring their pets in. We would set up at a local brewery. They would pay a sitting fee and, and buy photos after. And the word was getting out that the events were selling out. So we're like, man, I guess we got to raise the prices. So we slowly incremented the or uh, increased the cost of the price and it kept yeah. selling out okay. they, we've doubled in price and they still sell out so we're still raising the price because it's someone gave me a good analogy is why does disney world constantly raise their price it's not because they're greedy or right. capitalists it's because they need to increase or uh, decrease the traffic flow so that sure. the wait lines or the yeah. the lines aren't hours long so we took that same idea so we're raising it we're raising more money for shelters, we've raised one hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars so far. Wow! For over That's fifty big. different animal different animal charities. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to believe. Um, so the turning point, I think, was I looked at my bank account. I got an accountant. That's the turning point. Is like, yeah, you're. When he didn't tell me to get out of his office and go ask for my job back, yeah. I think that was my turning point. Yeah, obviously, this is some guy you trusted. Then. Yeah, yeah. yeah Good accountant, Charles. Yeah, Shout I, out to Charles. I think that some of it too was you were working both jobs. And then he started not being able to fulfill the, the, the photography thing fully. And he was like, I'm so behind. Like, how am I this busy in, in my hobby that, that I'm not having enough time to eat and sleep yeah, at this yeah. point? So it was like, okay, I need to either make this jump and and decide that it's worth it or make the jump and decide that it isn't. Right. Either way, I need to try. Otherwise, I'm going to be asking myself. And Mary, you know, why and what if? And I, I was part of that whole process, and it was really scary. And since I had a, a good job, I was like, all right, well, even though we have two apartments at the time, like, all right, I'm making enough that if we need to supplement, we can. But it was, it was definitely one of those, like, all right, are we really doing this? He had been thinking about it for months and months before. And I was like, oh, God, don't do it. The other, thing, the other <laughs> thing, I was like, okay, if it doesn't work out. I was thinking out, the same thing. If, yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't work out, I could drive Uber for a little bit. Yeah. And I didn't have time to even step outside my house, let alone drive right. over to make extra money. So right. it, uh, it paid off. Mary, what was calling you? What, you know, and I know you have a number of things and I, and I'd like to get into that as well, um, that you do. And, and so, you know, individuals that want to, you know, showcase their animals or have memories and pictures of their animals, you've been able to extract unique photographs. I don't think that the average person could extract. And I've seen the transition from, when I was like, wow, that's a really cool photo of a dog, to me now are poster level shots that you get. So I don't know if there was tricks in that, but you, you do it for individuals and then you do um, you know, uh, corporate type events, correct? That's right, yeah. So we have a lot of different offerings. I like to, we're like the apple of pet photography companies. A lot of different services. We release a new one once a year, pretty much. Okay. So people, if you sign up for us <clears throat> once. What's your number one? Uh, just studio photos on our gray backdrop. I bring my dogs to you uh, or pets to you. So if you have maybe one or two dogs that are dog friendly, yeah. that are able to be in public, yeah. don't get aggressive towards people or other dogs, yeah. you can come to one of our fundraising events. Okay. If you have five dogs and you're like, I just can't bring five dogs out and okay. I don't want to leave one out, we do offer private 
in-home photo shoots where we would set up our studio in your living room yeah. or a spare room. And then we do pets and people photo shoots where mm -hmm. you can be in the photos with your dogs. A lot of people do that for the holidays. How far do you travel for these things? So we actually travel all over the country. Uh, we just okay. got back from San Diego, which was the time zone problem. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are going to DC later in September. We Honestly, we've been to all of California and back, so we go all over. And are you doing that as normal course of travel or uh, because that's places you wanna go? Or are you doing that because your service is you know, kind of demanding you be there and you've got things set up or both? Uh, well, we pick, we've picked places where we have family, which mm -hmm. where we get to stay for free. Sure. So that's a big help. Okay. Um, but then we get outreach. So if we get a lot of outreach from a certain city and it's a major city, so for example, Dallas, we don't have any family in Dallas. Lots of people saw we were going to Houston. Mm -hmm. Like, can you come to Dallas too? Yeah. So, you know, we're smart business people. You get a lot of requests in a place. You should probably go there. Yeah, so we went to have, Dallas too because of that. Enough, it's it's okay. okay to get you know an Airbnb or a hotel or whatever. Okay, and are those corporate events or or personal or or individuals that want to have their pets photographed? Yeah, those these are individuals. Uh, a big part of our business is Facebook advertising, which I'd love to get into. Yeah, we're really good at Facebook advertising. We put out a Facebook ad in any major city, and luckily, knock on wood, we're able to sell it out. Um, with how we do our Facebook advertising. Spend a lot of money yeah, yeah, on yeah. Facebook advertising. Well, your stuff's good. I yeah, mean, thank you. It's thank gold. You. <laughs> it's a gold photo. It's a gold photo. Yeah, so the Facebook ads have been a huge help um, selling okay. these out. But when we travel, it's mainly individuals having their dogs' photos taken. And then we started getting into commercial work, you know, uh, pet-related companies that hire us to do their commercial photography too. Sure. And um, I was really intrigued with uh, the philanthropic side of it that drew you into this um, because it breaks my heart when I see these shelters and the updates on, I mean, the amount of people that buy pets on a whim and then for any reason, in my mind, um, abandon that pet uh, to some shelter is one of the worst tragedies um, that you could partake in as a human being. And it it better be a very special circumstance. And I think there are repeat offenders of this. And so I think um, the war, um, you know, against animal cruelty and abuse and abandonment, um, we need more soldiers out there. But, you know, you know what I wanted to delve into, did you see results um, from your efforts with these shelters yeah, so we not only do private shoots for individuals and their own dogs, but we also do adoption photos, which I, I think you're alluding to. That's right. So we are setting up our studio in the shelter. Uh, we try and go every week when we're in town, okay. and we set up our with actually a blue backdrop, so when we post on social media, people know that they're adoptable. Right. Uh, in the past, we, people would ask us on Instagram, hey, is this dog up for adoption? And I'd have to spend, no, it's not, it's owned. But now blue means it's for you, is okay. what we've coined. So the blue background is um, this dog's available for rescue. Correct, yeah. Right. Okay. So there's another marketing tactic uh, for you is it's blue, it's for you tagline, but okay. it's just people know now that that dog's available. Okay. So we posted recently a, a dog named Molly. What are the other backgrounds, just out of curiosity? So we only use gray. Only, only gray. for okay. our um, client photo shoots. So okay, it's gotcha. easily recognizable marketing, branding right, standpoint. Right. Um, for commercial clients, uh, we'll use any color they want to match their guidelines, but they pay... Except for blue. Uh, except for blue and gray. 
um, okay. because of the adoptables and, this, and the gray that we use. Okay. But they could pick any color they want that would match their brand guidelines, for okay. example. Um, so we'd met this dog named Molly. She was overweight. She had been owned by, I think, an elderly person. And when we took her adoption photo, she looked miserable. Okay. Just so sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, over her, overweight, her, scraggly. Her hair was like in her eyes, scraggly. Mm. So yeah. like she came around the corner and I was like, What is that? Like, yeah. you're so cute, but what a mess. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. a mess. You know, and like kind of like a overweight Ewokie sort <laughs> of if you can kind of picture that in your head. Yeah, yeah. And probably would have been overlooked at a shelter, right? Because you're you're looking for the 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 dog that you're looking for or something that's attractive that you can take home and isn't a mess. Right. So this dog was by definition a mess okay. and not smiling, didn't look happy. We try and get the dog smiling for these adoption photos so you could see some sort of happiness in them. She would she wouldn't do it. What we do when we done with, when we're done with the adoption photos, we post them on our Facebook. We share it, the Humane Society shares it. This one dog Molly, her photo got shared I, probably hundreds of times. Woman saw it, rushed to the shelter the next day, adopted her, messaged us, hey, I adopted Molly, I saw your picture. We met up with her, I think, maybe a month ago. Hmm. Um, How long ago was this when you did the picture? Three months ago. Three months ago. So there was okay. two months in between. She came to one of our fundraising events that we okay. hosted. Completely different dog. On Facebook, we just posted the adoption photo with her like new A-gold photo, and yeah. it's just a night and day. Uh, big smile. She's so happy. You could see her eyes on the adoption photo. You couldn't see her eyes at all. So it's it's rewarding to get to know the person and the owner who adopted the dog that we photographed because of us. Uh, maybe she wouldn't have seen this dog otherwise. And it, they're the perfect match. They're the owner and the dog. And then on top of that, we have a gallery at Pottery Barn in Hyde Park Village. I'm not sure if you know this, but Molly is front and center. Um, so there's a big wall. If you I go did into, not know that. Yeah. If, you, uh, if you go into Pottery Barn in Hyde Park Village, there's a big uh, gallery wall and there's, I don't know, 10 adoptable animals there and Molly is one of them. Yeah, awesome. and we, we plan to update that with new adoptables as we go when we when we get really good ones. We Since we've been on the road so much lately, we don't have it. That's in Hyde Park here in Tampa. Ones. That's yes. right. Hyde yeah, Park. Yeah. It's a shopping district in the in Tampa area. Gotcha. Gotcha. So the, you know, that's a single result, but you, do you get further feedback from the shelter and going, you know, these, you know, these efforts are helping you know, locate more animals, obviously any helps help. But yeah, I mean, when we go in there, they're like, all right, who has the worst photos, like their intake photo? Okay. You know? So they that's how they pull them usually is oh, really? either who has the worst intake photo that we can improve on or who's been there the longest that needs to uh, additional help getting out. Right, um, right. That's how they pull the animals for us to bring them in. Um, so that makes it. The, the new photo is, you know, not necessarily, you could relate it to any industry, right? Sure. You got the, you know, the dealership or the car dealership industry. You have someone who doesn't know what they're doing. It's not going to sell that car as yeah. well as a professional. Photos Re are still a big problem and merchandising. Yeah. Real estate, same thing. You get someone with their iPhone, may not sell that house. You get right. a professional, you're going to sell that house much faster. So Absolutely. It's the same idea. More eyeballs on it. Yeah. And that's where I see um, so many similarities to kind of what we've been doing over the last 15 years in what you're doing today, which is obviously a much better cause than, uh, you know, corporate profits in, in, in my mind. So we do it cause we get to wake up and, you know, love what we do, but make the difference in people's lives. We've raised a lot of money for shelters. We've already scheduling out 2020, believe it or not, on really? our calendar. Yeah. Are you done for 19? You're booked. We're booked for 19. Yeah. Okay. For events. We and, could and let, 
and, le- and well, it, you'd be available to the right person at the right price. Right. That's probably yeah. true. Okay. That's probably true. All right. Good. I want to get it out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're so our travel schedule. We're going to Charlotte, D.C., Baltimore, mm-hmm. Houston. Um, where else are we? Colorado. Going? Colorado. What's so we, your favorite social media that you use? Like uh, platform? Yeah. I would say Facebook. Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Because of the ability to advertise through it. A gold photography. Close. A gold photo pet photography. Okay, the whole name. A gold photo pet photography. That's on and, Facebook. And that's the ad on Facebook. What about Instagram? Instagram is just a gold photo. Okay, that's where I had that. And that's what I see so much of. That's my my favorite platform of choice. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like Facebook a little bit more because you can uh, you can do more. You could do more. You could share. Yeah. It's built in. Links yeah. are a little bit easier to handle. Sure. Um, but the share what call social proof, if you're familiar with that. Yes. It's yes. a little bit bigger and easy to expand upon. Social proof is let's say you have a, a post and it has ten likes on it. Mm-hmm. Or you have a post that has a thousand likes on it. The onlookers or the other people seeing that like, wow, this has a thousand likes. What I gotta check this out. It's like well, mob mentality right, kind of right. thing. Um, we go, much, are you doing all your own social media? You ha- you guys handle it all? I yeah, I handle it all personally. This is all him. Adam, you handle all of it, one hundred percent. One hundred percent of it. Oh, yeah, okay. it's it's what I love to do. So I think um, trying to figure out what the way you do it, it looks like you would have a production team. Really? Yeah, really. Well, I appreciate yeah. that's a big element. Yeah, I've worked. My background's been in marketing this whole time, as right. you know. I worked here doing. I was a director of marketing. Right. And I just fell in love with the idea of getting immediate feedback. I'm sure. like that in life. Like yeah, I, yeah. I want to work hard and then find out right away if it's good or not. Right. All right. Is, so is Tampa home? Is going to stay home? We're debating. Okay. Uh, we're debating. We're trying to figure that out. We, ha- we do have a home, a house here, but we're trying to figure out what's next. So how do I book a gold? I can only be looking at it for 2020. Um, is there a schedule online or, um, you know, how do I talk to Adam or Mary about um, whether you can, you know, get out and do my pets. Yeah. So we, our schedule is online on our website, a gold photo. Okay. Uh, we have some events available, some spots at events. When we say we're booked, all of our time for events are mm-hmm. booked, but those events have spots open. Okay. So you could still book in 2019. Okay. Uh, you want to go to a There's yep. an events page. There's also a section that talks about our private sessions as well that okay. you can book. Great. And you did a deal this morning or did a, uh, yeah, I call it a gig. You had a gig at uh, Reeves Automotive at Subaru. They they're the dog company. That's right. So yeah. Reeves is a local dealership here in Tampa, and they uh, work closely with Southeastern Guide Dogs. Sure. So Southeastern Guide Dogs is an organization that trains guide dogs to be with veterans and people that need uh, you know that type of level of care from a dog. Help them get out into the world. And they sponsor this dog and they use it in marketing materials as well. So mm-hmm. for their website and they do a cutout at the dealership and say, hey, we're sponsoring, you know, Sandy is the dog's name uh, this time around. This is the second time working with them on this. And we did some uh, photos and we're excited to, to share those. Actually, we just posted some on our Facebook today. Okay, great. Do you have a uh, special memory over the last two and a half years that, you know, one thing that just really comes to mind that, um, you know, just as special. Well, we didn't get to talk a little bit. We didn't get to talk about how Mary and I met, yes. which I think is special. Okay, great. Uh, that is special. So I'll start and then Mary can finish it. But she'll, and then she'll come on and tell us the accurate 
Right. Sorry. She'll, okay. she'll fact check me. Basically. Okay. Great. Oh, I like this game. All right. So. Okay. So Mary uh, worked for the ad agency that the Humane Society of Tampa Bay had of record. Mary's ad agency came up with a campaign idea. The shelter said, hey, we have this great volunteer photographer that can help take the photos. Mary's like, oh my gosh, I have a big eye roll. Huge, huge eye roll. I was yeah. like, oh God, it's going to be Is some old dude who doesn't yeah. know what they're doing. It's going to be a nightmare. I have to spend all day with this person, you know, so I was. Well, she hit the nail on the head. That's right. Yeah. Pretty much. So to speed it up, we spent and met at the, spent all day together, but met at the Humane Society, really hit it off. And I asked her out. She <coughs> said yes. We've been inseparable ever since. That's awesome. I kind of sped through it. Yeah. What did I? What did we miss there? What's not factual about that? So he, well, he wasn't old. He wasn't old. And no, he's not horrible. Um, to I was look the art at. director on the campaign, so I came up with the whole campaign. So I was there to oversee and make sure whatever volunteer actually did what I wanted. Um, so the n- entire day was spent uh, taking photographs of a guinea pig, which you know. Dog, guinea pig, we're close. Yeah. We're pretty close there. At yeah. least it's a it's a it's a pocket pet. Is They're what they both call furry. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, Adam took photos, and the moment I was like, "All right, there's something interesting about this guy. He's laying on the floor in in the room where the kennels are. I'm like, this is this is the floor that dogs are like probably peeing and pooping on. Yeah, and yeah. he like he was like, no inhibition. I don't care. I need to get this shot. And I was like, yeah, all right, yeah. all right. I'm dealing with a professional here. You're either I'm dealing a, with a sicko at that point. <laughs> Or a guy that really is, cares. Yeah. So the best part was that Mary was taking behind the scenes photos. Okay. So I was like, "Hey, can you, can you send me some of those pictures?" Ooh, so I, I got remember those slick, early on. Smooth, right? That was really good, actually. So I got her number yeah. through that interaction. Yeah. Yeah. And then I texted her actually while sitting here, my in this office. Really. When I came back, because I did it on my lunch hour. I remember early on of you in the background, and I go, see, this is a real marketing guy. It wasn't even you. It was Mary that did that. What? Did what? Took the pictures of the background. You weren't even asking for that. That was like behind 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 the the scenes. scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing it these shoots on my lunch hour, and I got back to work here, and I texted Mary. said, hey, I don't know if you're seeing anyone. I looked to see if she had a ring on her finger. She didn't. And I texted her. She said she waited. When we told this story a second time, she said, "Oh, so I waited. This is funny. I waited three hours to yeah. text him. I didn't want, uh, didn't want to seem too eager, you know. You know, that's the thing with women. Men, it's <laughs> like we're, you know, they're they're good. They're much better than we are. It gets but, it gets yeah. better. But we went back and looked, and it was how long? Forty five minutes. Yeah, forty five. minutes. Felt like three <laughs> it hours. Felt like because you hours. wanted to text him right. back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that I is, remember sitting at my desk cool. here, and I forgot about it because I was like, oh great, this yeah, is yeah. three. Hours. I mean, it took forty five minutes, but I was like, I didn't expect to hear back." Got the text, put my hands up in the air, and went like, like, shook my fist. Like an so 80s happy. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it happened in this building. So that was, that's, that's a nice awesome. little reminisce, thing that, to reminisce about. That is cool. And I'm glad you picked that story um, to go to because I can certainly see where you two would make great partners. I can just see, I can see it between you two. It's interesting. We got married March 1st okay. of 2019 and married, uh, quit her job, I think, a week before. Yeah, two just weeks. prior. So that then we could be full time because I was. You guys are full time, a gold both of us had all the way. Yeah, because yeah. I was working then a full time job and then get home and help him with sifting or editing and then yeah. also then working the weekends, working events, basically being his handler mm-hmm. and making sure that he's drinking water and taking a break and eating and right. making sure the customer service end of it and greeting guests and making sure they understand the next steps. So 
we were just working all the time and we're like, all right, can we really do this now as a team? How long did it take to get there? A year, probably. A before year. Before I was like, we've been talking about it for like a year. And right, right. And then I'm finally, we're like, finally, you know. How many new segments have we had? I've seen a few. Uh, probably 20 to 30, I would say, in the last two years. And some not local, some were outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. so right? we they picked it up. Yeah, yeah, we we've been featured on the national news a few times, yeah, um, and then that. a lot of local news stations when we go to like these different cities, like Kansas City, uh, Dallas, Albuquerque, New Mexico. We've mm-hmm. been to, mm-hmm. and uh, this isn't something that people see very often. And so it's a feel good story, you know. Yeah, it so is. it's it's not what you see on your local news station a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of scary tactics and and stuff. So this is a nice thing to bring to towns the, and have, have them be excited. The guy in Albuquerque who interviewed us normally covers uh, crime and murders. Oh, wow. So well, That's a nice way to bring him out of the depths yeah, of hell. Right. Yeah, so right. he was so thrilled to be able to feature a feel-good story about oh, us. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. So that yeah, was cool. enough of that stuff will eat you up. Yeah. You know. Have you ever thought about franchising it? Is there a, is there a business model here? Because I, and not just from the monetary standpoint, but... I just feel like there's such a need for it. And I don't know what's, I should know statistically, and I don't like getting ready for these because I like these to be about the business and turn into conversations and I like to learn as I go. But, you know, just out of the blue, have you given any thought at all whether this could be replicated and give other people that are passionate about that the opportunity and maybe there be a mothership that could benefit at a high level? We've talked about franchising ad nauseum. There's other similar companies that do other types of photography okay. that have a franchise model. Okay. That it's a well-branded mothership company, mm-hmm. and then these individual photographers can apply to work with said mothership mm-hmm. company under that brand, and it just expands the reach of the company. Right. There's a lot of challenges. Quality, mm-hmm. for one. Mm-hmm. How do I train someone and not have them steal the idea mm-hmm. and go off on their own and create... Mm-hmm you know, B-gold photography, for example. Um, So what we started doing, which I am comfortable sharing, is we... Six-second abs. Yeah. What? Six-second abs. Oh, no. That doesn't even make sense. That's not it. That's not it. So what we started doing was we were getting a lot of outreach from people who wanted to be in the photos with their dogs. And classically, we didn't really do that except for, like, leading up to the holidays, we made an exception to do, like, 10. And Mm -hmm. we'd only open 10 spots, right? Yeah. So then, so what we started doing was we did what we call reverse discount. And I actually learned about this concept here. Uh, my former boss sent me this article from Business Insider, and he was talking about the reverse discount. If you're not familiar, it's okay. Here's the price, but it's going up in a month. You better take advantage of this now if you want the discount. Okay. Versus, hey, we're giving you you know 10% off for this weekend only type of thing. So we did the reverse discount idea and marketed these pets and people photo shoots. I couldn't do all the photo shoots that were coming in, so we hired associate photographers to do them. So they were, we, we, would, take, we would schedule them, kind of like a plumber, right? Okay. You call the main plumbing office, right. you get ABC plumber, they're trained, they know what they're doing, but you still get a good you know, service from the mm-hmm. plumber. So it's the same idea. They called us, oh yeah, great. I'm not gonna be the one to be there, but you'll be with so-and-so photographer, they're trained and vetted and they know what to do. And you can't tell the difference between if I took the photo or XYZ photographer took it. I think that's great. And, uh, and so the answer was, yes, there's obviously 
you know, the discussion that's ongoing about, you know, how do we make this thing bigger, probably more than should it be a franchise. The one thing I learned about franchising very early on is I ever only wanted to be the franchisee. I never wanted to be the franchisor. Hmm. To your very point, I couldn't control the quality. The legal exposure was massive. The uniform franchise offering circular updates, how you could take money from people. Um, you know, just the nightmares never stopped uh, when I was in the franchising business. So one um, thing one thing I've also learned from a friend who's exploring franchising, it's very expensive, mm-hmm. the startup costs of a franchise oh, yeah. to get some consultant to help you. Um, but also I, I watch a lot of business shows, podcasts and Marcus Lemonis is a big mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of his. Me too. And he has a show. That the guy's pro- a beast. Yeah. And a uh, big fan of him. And. What he does is franchise a lot, and I see all the turmoil that these franchisees go through with getting the marketing up to date. The you know all these things that just would bog a franchisor down. It does is not what I want to do. It would pu- it would probably pull you out of you doing what you love and back into corporate America. It'd just be your own business. I think is what franchising would do. Right. It it was it was brutal um, for me. Just the. I could never get people to put the same passion into the eBay drop-off businesses um, that I had, and it, and it and I think it would be hard to replicate the personality that you have. I don't think you can buy it. Yeah, I when we worked with these photographers to do pets and people, we actually hired our wedding photographer because mm-hmm. we knew that she would have good style. We've worked with her before. Wedding photographers are you could probably answer this. When are wedding photographers busy? All year round. Not necessarily quite the opposite. There's when seas- the weather's seasonality. Good. Yeah, when the weather's good. Yeah, yeah. when it's and moderate. Weekends. Okay. You know? How many people are getting married on a Wednesday night? Oh, yeah, yeah. So weekends and good weather. So right. really just filling their empty time. And yeah. and th- so they're they're the perfect photographer for us to use because sure. they're, they're not necessarily looking to break into a new pet market. Yeah, so the idea of expansion would be more to where it was controlled by appointment and then you would have set subcontractors maybe mm-hmm, across exactly. North America. So it's building could, a team versus franchising out. And building a playbook mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, th- no, that's awesome. That's that, awesome. That's our take over the world strategy. That's we the like aspirations to I think the background. so. Yeah. We can't be, Mary and I don't want to separate, so we don't want her to be with someone else f- taking photos, and I don't want to be with another assistant. So we're trying to figure out ways that we can work together, work together, yeah. but quote unquote, we can't be everywhere all the time. Sure. And there's so many requests out there. We can't fulfill them all, so we st- have to hire people. Yeah, I mean, the I was just thinking about the, you know, I'm back to the the, the kennels that are full of these poor animals, and uh, they just they're a lot of them are overcrowded, and they need help. And you know, it's uh, you know, I have two teenage daughters, and and I had finally gotten to the point going, kids, we can't have any more animals. You know, I got a bearded dragon and three cats, and five dogs and you know they they i think you know this they nicknamed my house brown town <laughs> because it's literally like a farm and when you come over you wouldn't know it but my wife just you know she works hard to to stay on top of it because the animals are you know they're they're as demanding as children sometimes you know just the amount of work that it takes to to keep them organized well what we love will. about and people ask us like what's harder kids or pets yeah and we we've photographed a baby once with their dog yeah but if you see a shelter dog, teenage girls, <laughs> I'd, I'd almost rather have two bulls in the house. All right. Well, yeah. uh, so if you see a shelter dog or a rescue dog and they were maybe abused or had some turmoil, but what you wouldn't know that by looking at them sometimes they're so resilient when a person may 
not be as resilient if they were in that same situation. Sure. So to see a dog who we've known has been burned, abused, left out for dead, and then they get taken care of, and then they just all they want to do is kiss you on the face. It's like, yeah. how yeah. could you not love that? Yeah. Um, but I thought where you were going to go with that was that, you know, the they're so resilient that until you got them home, maybe three days later, you didn't realize what a mess you had adopted. And I wonder how many people get in that scenario. Well, um, and even though the the most of the animals, I'm with you. The you know, I've got one our rescue that I think might have had some, you know, negative affliction of some sort. Um, you know, when I get home, she would she won't leave me alone. She wants to be just. And I think it's more like, oh, my God, thank you for, mm-hmm. for this. Well, the, the average person may have some sort of preconceived notion about a shelter dog. Mm-hmm. Why are they in the shelter? Well, maybe they tore up the house and mm-hmm. so no one wanted them or there's something wrong with them, which isn't always the case. Some people get dogs from breeders and they don't realize what they're getting into and yeah. drop it off at the shelter. So that's, a you know, in theory, perfectly normal dog. So what we try and do with the pictures is showcase this shelter dog's personality to get people interested in them and tell their story so that they're, more interesting and, and then there's nothing wrong with them they're not broken they're not right you know why do people buy used cars it's i'm glad you brought that up yeah so you you would you would say and probably this is a, a great question for mary um what percentage of dogs just needed a loving home and didn't have problems is it is it more than 50 percent that are in the shelters I mean, do you I think don't know if you had to guess if you had to guess yeah i think that most of them it's hard to say, really, but a lot of them, I feel like, that come in are, like, a financial thing, too. Right. Like, if the family can't necessarily provide the best for the dog, too. Yeah. It's not yeah. necessarily a behavioral issue or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's that they just they just can't provide well enough, and they have to give it up. And they have programs for that. Um, or it could be, like, the case of Molly. Her, her p- owner passed away, and the family mm-hmm. member, the next of kin, couldn't take her in. Right. And so then she ended up in the shelter when all she's been good at in her life is to be caring for this elderly person. So we found in the case of Molly that she's like now hip to hip with the, the mother of the woman who adopted her. Okay. So like the grandmother, she like won't leave her alone. Okay. She's like, this is my person, even though you've adopted me. Like I, I'm also very interested in this elderly woman because yeah, that's yeah. what she knows. That's what she knew, right? Yeah. And she's good at it. Yeah. It's amazing. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Cool. Well, I mean, there's just so many things that are swimming through my head. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm just so fortunate that you came down today um, because, you know, I see it in the background. Um, it's one of those that, you know, it personally touches me. And um, I've often been intrigued about going, someday I'm going to go to lunch with Adam. And I'm glad we got to do it on a podcast because I really wanted to hear the backstory. And I just, I think you're doing fantastic work. Um, you look happy. Um you know, I mean that. I mean, you just, you, you look great um, and very nice to meet Mary again. Um, the Anything else you'd like to add? I know some of this will be kind of brought together in post-production. Yeah, one thing we didn't get to chat about yet was Facebook ads. It's yeah. like my favorite thing to, Mary kind of rolls her eyes probably, Beautiful. but I I'm love like, talking about I'm like, them. I can't fall asleep at night. Could you talk about marketing? <laughs> yeah, 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 oh my God. No wonder you're just crazy about this. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if this is, you know, We've built this business on Facebook ads, and yep. we'll spend anywhere between a thousand and four thousand a month on okay. on Facebook ads. And the reason it works so well is you can highly, highly target mm-hmm. your potential audience. Right. So, on the service level, who, you know our target audience would be um, 
dog owners. Right. Right. But that's too broad is what we found. Sure, sure. So I'm going to go through a little bit of it, but I'm going to try and apply it broad sense because not sure. everyone has a pet focus, right? Yeah. B- dog owner seems like a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. But not every dog owner wants photos of their pets in a professional way, right? So your dog owner reach on Facebook might be 2 million people. Right. But let's say half of those people don't care about what you're offering. Facebook's going to punish you if you're advertising to people that may not be interested in what you have to offer. Gotcha. Punish meaning you're going to end up paying more for your ad Mm -hmm. or decreased reach. Okay. So with that, what we've been able to do and what other people can apply to their business is we've highly targeted the ads. So you don't want to necessarily advertise to 2 million people. Let's say you're advertising to everyone in the United States. You might have 2 million people in your audience. If you can narrow it down to highly targeted interests, Facebook mm-hmm. lets you target it by interest. So we target pet food companies, um, any type of pet related company that someone might have interest uh, in. People that you know are spending money. Right. Like I get bark boxes. Yeah. We spent $2,000 and a thousand X our profit. Really? To give you an idea. Very cool. Well, thank you, A Gold Photography. A Gold Photo Pet Photography. That's right. Got it. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Mary. This was amazing. And um, I got to tell you, I'm one of your biggest fans. Thank you. So you you got me in your corner. Um, You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And remember, subscribe to Brown on Brand at thumbstopper.fm or wherever fine podcasts can be found.